I think the more that you just like lean into the uncomfortable, the more resilient you become. And what people think about you tends to matter less. Welcome to the Ladies Who Lead podcast. This is a community of women supporting women. Tune in every other Thursday to hear from SK Vaughn as she catches up with ordinary ladies doing extraordinary things. We will cover topics like diversity and inclusion, gender pay gap, thought leadership, and respect in the workplace. We want to celebrate with you and hear stories of success and hard lessons learned. Whether you are a lady who leads in the boardroom or a lady who leads in your community, this is the place for you. Let's do this. All right, I am back and I am solo this week. I hope that you are all having a wonderful week um, as we wrap up Fat Tuesday this week and Valentine's and all the fun and all the celebrations. Tonight, I wanted to talk about something that can feel pretty heavy. Um, I don't think it has to, but it can. The word that comes to mind is rejection. What immediately pops into your mind? Is it an experience or maybe a memory that was just triggered that makes you think about rejection? Was it something at work that really just did you in recently and and made you feel really low? Was it uh, a friend or a coworker or a partner, spouse, whoever that maybe made you feel this way? The very word can evoke feelings of discomfort, vulnerability, and fear. Whether it's the fear of not being accepted by peers, the anxiety of a job application being turned down, or the apprehension of expressing our true feelings to someone we care about. The fear of rejection is a common and deeply ingrained human experience. While rejection may seem daunting, it's also an opportunity for growth, resilience, and self-discovery. So we're going to get into it. Understanding the fear is so important. The fear of rejection often stems from a deep-seated desire for acceptance and validation. It's a primal instinct rooted in our need for belonging and connection. Rejection threatens to disrupt the sense of belonging, triggering feelings of inadequacy, unworthiness, and self-doubt. Many of us, you know, instinctively avoid these kind of situations, right? (laughs) Where rejection is a possibility, opting for safety or familiarity uh, and rush for comfort instead. I've been there. I can raise a hand to that. I think about experiences where, you know, you could have a friend group that, you know, there's a little bit of FOMO where maybe they're on an Instagram post and you weren't invited to that event or whatever it might be that can feel like a sting. It can feel like rejection. Maybe someone, maybe you went on a date recently, right? It was, thought it was a great date, you know, will there be a second and come to find out there just wasn't that spark, at least mutually. There wasn't that connection that you thought 
you had, it was just maybe a figment of your imagination. It might feel like, and that can hurt, right? If, if that's the case, maybe it's at work and there's colleagues who aren't giving you maybe that respect that you feel like you deserve. Uh, maybe they're have this own friend group within the ecosystem of the workplace. And, and that can feel really, really hurtful. It sucks feeling rejected. Maybe you're trying to land a new client and you thought you killed it. And ultimately they decide to go somewhere else. They decide to go in a different direction. That's painful. That hurts. It's important to, to understand the fear of rejection and to understand how you can respond in the midst of all of it, right? I think about this one experience where, and again, I don't, I don't say this for you to like pity me, but I think about, cause Mardi Gras just happened. This is really topical, but I, a couple of years ago, I really wanted to be a part of what I thought was this Mardi Gras organization. And I thought, yes, okay, sign me up. My new friends, they're joining this. It seems really fun. Everyone dresses up and it's going to be a wonderful experience. I'm not from here. I'm not from around here, right? Like this was many, many years ago. And I went to a recruitment event, like they told me to, and I was hitting it off left and right with some, so many of the girls and the recruitment chair and I were talking and she's like, oh my gosh, I've got to introduce you to the president. She is going to love talking with you. And I was just like, okay, sure. Whatever, you know, just going with the flow, whatever. So she's talking me up. And before the recruitment chair can extend the introduction to me, the president says, who the hell is SK Vaughn? She may have chosen a different word than hell, but for the sake of our podcast listeners, I won't repeat it in normal settings. I probably would. Um, and at that very moment, that was pretty soul crushing because I was standing right there. <laughs> and so I just put my chin up. I look straight ahead and I have a big smile and I extend my hand and give her a firm handshake. And I say, it's nice to meet you. I'm SK Vaughn. And I held my head up high and I walked out of that event And of course I went home and cried later. (laughs) And I tell you this because it's, it's vulnerable, but we all go through rejection. It is inevitable, right? I'm, I'm telling you this, not for you to feel sorry for me, but just to hear, we all go through this, no matter who you are, what you've been through, what shape, size, whoever you may be, we've all felt that sting of rejection. It's not fun, but it happens. It's just a setback. It's for probably a, your next setup. And I will say, long story short, if it was meant to be mine, it would have been. And ultimately, I did get into the group and it was not for me. Uh, respectfully, just not my kind of group. And I luckily moved to Birmingham after that. So it really worked out nicely. But it was a very, just probably one of my more like vivid adult memories of rejection and like a peer-to-peer situation. So we've all been through it. You just move forward. You, you know, you forgive, you move forward, but you don't necessarily forget, but you know, it's part of it. So understand the fear is really important. Challenging limiting beliefs. So the fear of rejection is often fueled by limiting beliefs about ourselves and our worthiness. We may convince ourselves that rejection is a reflection of our inherent flaws or inadequacies leading to a cycle of negative self-talk and self-doubt. However, it's important to recognize that rejection is not a reflection of our worth as individuals. 
It's simply a part of the human experience, a temporary setback on the journey towards growth and self-discovery. I tell you this because I really do believe that it's important to challenge that setback, right? When I started this podcast, I had so I, I thought so many people would cheer me on and so many people did. Don't hear don't hear me wrong. But I did notice some friends distance themselves. I did notice some family members never bring it up or acknowledge it. And that stings, right? And I've even had someone really close to me, a family member say, you're either really brilliant or you're really crazy. And again, take it for what it is. I understand that by challenging some of the beliefs and thoughts out there in the world and having a podcast that if you only read the title, you immediately label me as a feminist. That hurts, right? Like that's in a way its own form of rejection. But I'm here to tell you that that doesn't define you. Those setbacks, that rejection, that's just your next setup. It's your next opportunity to prove them wrong. There's been plenty of people who've questioned the the metrics who have said I want to support you and collaborate with you and they're like oh whoa whoa never mind I was just feeling nosy that day I've had colleagues I've had friends family members do something similar and I don't think y'all understand sometimes that there's so many no's that happen before there's a yes for someone to come on the podcast and again it's just a part of life the more that you embrace it and just say okay like here we go this is not going to hold me back This is actually, I'm going to learn from this experience. I might learn how not to treat people. I might learn, okay, what should I do differently next time to really get somebody to see the benefit of this? Or maybe, you know, that job application that you just put in for, maybe you're not just not ready for it. I truly believe what's meant to be yours will be yours and doors open for a reason and God closes doors for a reason. And it's okay to challenge yourself to think beyond your situation. I've had so many girlfriends in the past get so upset about a breakup and just really lose themselves in that relationship. And then at the end of it, they're like, okay, who am I apart from this relationship? And, you know, all that self-talk and self-doubt that, you know, that's negative that comes into our minds. We all have, have that alter ego, whatever you want to call it, that is just speaking negative thoughts into your mind. You've got to challenge that because trust me, if you, if you allow that voice inside your head to constantly beat you down, it will. I'm going to have to Google this real quick, but there's a parable about the two wolves, right? And I'm not someone who's really very good at quotes. Just ask any of my coworkers, (laughs) I butcher them, but an old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, all the things. And the other one's the good one, right? And I think essentially the the grandson looks up and says, you know, which one, how do I, how do I basically combat this? Right. And the grandfather says, you know, it's the one wolf do you feed? So if you're constantly feeding the negativity and telling yourself, oh, why would they choose me for this, this dance number? Why would they pick me for this, this really prestigious college? Why would they pick me for this management training program? 
I think you have to, again, challenge that and say, why not me? Because you can and you should. And maybe it's not today. Maybe it's tomorrow that you get tapped for an opportunity. And maybe you won't feel ready for it at that time, but you'll figure it out and you'll be better for it. So sorry for my really terrible quote just then that I can't seem to recite very well. Look it up. It's a good one. And I think that's something I have to keep telling myself is challenging that negative self-talk when rejection creeps in. Like literally just the other night, I was wanting to collaborate with someone and they immediately shot me down once they looked at some specific metrics and you know, that could have really done a number on me. And I think a few years ago, it probably would have. (laughs) But I think the more that you just like lean into the uncomfortable, the more resilient you become. And what people think about you tends to matter less. And the people that got your back and that are 100% for you are your people. And that is important to recognize and to realize whether you're dating, whether you're married, whether you've got this huge friend group, whether you've, you're rocking two solid friendships, that's okay. But understanding that you're not going to be for everyone and that worrying about what people think, it's only going to set you back and you're going to continue to feel that sting of rejection. Are you looking for a new membership to really plug into, find community, and really begin thriving? Well, we have just the membership for you at the Ladies Who Lead podcast. We have a membership on Patreon that is the thriving membership. It's only $5 a month. You get exclusive content, bonus episodes, sneak peek of the new merch, and early access to all of our announcements and promotions that are happening right here, right now. You're just the first person to know about it. If this sounds like the membership group for you, don't hesitate to sign up as we link it in our show notes. It's patreon.com backslash the ladies who lead. And this is an incredible membership you do not want to miss out on. Embracing vulnerability. So I talked a little bit about this with some of my stories that are probably a little cringeworthy, but for the sake of vulnerability, here we are. Why not? At its core, the fear of rejection is a fear of vulnerability. The fear of exposing our true selves and risking rejection in return. How many of y'all just, I mean, I can't see you, so don't don't feel like you've got to raise your hand here, but if you want, like that's totally fine. But let me ask you this question. How many of you have held back your opinion because you didn't want to be rejected because it might be different than the person to your right or left? I think about politics. I think about religion. I think about all the things you're probably not supposed to bring up in pleasant conversation. But a lot of people in the world take a stand on these things and you're immediately ostracized and immediately labeled into a specific group of people that maybe you do or don't associate with or completely agree with. But people label you because that is your stance and that is what you decide to be vulnerable about and share. But at the end of the day, how many more people could you have actually reached and talked with if you had given your opinion on something? I fight with this a lot because I want this space to be neutral for anyone listening. So I I purposefully try to stay as possibly as neutral as I can without taking too much of a stand because I want people to see that there is power and positivity and neutrality. 
But also at some point you do have to take a stand for something, right? And there's vulnerability in that. There's a fear of, oh no, like, what are they going to think? Where are they, are they going to completely typecast me? Are they going to completely label me as this person or that person? However, it's through vulnerability that we form genuine connections, pursue our passions, and achieve our goals. Embracing vulnerability means acknowledging our fears and insecurities and courageously stepping into discomfort despite the uncertainty. It's about recognizing the vulnerability is not a sign of weakness, but rather a source of strength and authenticity. So I want to encourage you to step out as uncomfortable and as cringy as that might feel. There is something probably on your heart right now that you're like, I wish that I had the guts, the balls, whatever you want to say to do it. This might be your sign. This might be what you need to realize that it's a source of strength to step out in blind faith and fear of the unknown and to really go for something that you believe in. And I'll tell you, like I mentioned with the podcast, like there are so many people who are like, what in the world is she doing? And if they weren't saying it to my face, they're probably saying it somewhere else. I'm aware of that. I've owned up to that. I'm okay with it. But it was to a point where I was like, why not me? Why can I not step out and say something when I see injustice happening? When I see this conversation in a lot of forms still needs to happen for women in the workplace and women just going through life and needing community and needing someone who feels familiar going through something very similar, but that's really uncomfortable because trust me, like I'm a pretty, I'm pretty known for like being very professional in certain settings. And so me getting on this mic and sharing my heart and pouring it out for you is very uncomfortable for me most times. But you do it because you have a passion that needs to be out there for the world. You have a purpose that needs to be shared. And you have goals that need to be achieved. There's a reason it's been placed on your heart. You might just need to dig a little bit deeper and figure out why. So cultivating resilience. Resilience is the ability to bounce back from adversity stronger than before. That's right. In the face of rejection, resilience becomes a vital skill to cultivate. It's about allowing ourselves to feel the emotions that come with rejection and then channeling that energy into constructive action. By embracing resilience, we can turn setbacks into opportunities for growth and transformation. That's right. You know, I think each time that you take a step out and you go for it, yeah, you might step two steps back, but I'm telling you, you're taking really three steps forward and that's hard to hear. And you just have to have that drive to say, okay, not today. We're going to do it. This is uncomfortable. Cold pitching people about coming onto a podcast that they are just now hearing about. is really uncomfortable. (laughs) We're going to do it. Or, you know, reaching out to a new friend group and saying, Hey, I'm new to the area. Like let's get together and get, grab a drink or, Let's go grab coffee. Again, all of it is made to build you up and to put some armor around you and to develop some tough skin. Or if you just keep constantly getting a no in your job search and you just can't seem to align with the right company or land the perfect job, 
trust me, the right one is coming along. That door is meant for you. It's just not here yet. The fear of rejection can often paralyze us into inaction. Ooh, yes, yes, that is me. Preventing us from pursuing our goals and dreams. However, it's important to remember that growth and success often lie on the other side of fear. Taking action despite the fear of rejection requires courage, vulnerability, and a willingness to embrace uncertainty. It means reframing rejection as a natural part of the process rather than a reflection of our worthiness or abilities. You know, a lot of times people are like, okay, don't put your worth into your work, right? You can't measure your worthiness with the amount of tasks you can get done in a day. And I thought that was cute and all. Like when I first started working, I was like, oh, they're so cute. Yeah. (laughs) And the truth is though, is you really can't measure success and worthiness in the same sentence. You are so much more than your job and you're so much more than the tasks that you need to get done. The job will be there tomorrow, hopefully, (laughs) if you're doing your due diligence and getting some things done. Yes, their work will be there tomorrow. You can't stress about all the things you were unable to get done in one day. There's only so many hours in the day. I do think it's important to be hungry and to want to take on new challenges and to seek opportunity in every challenge, but also understand that burning yourself out to prove yourself to tying it back to your worth is not it. You will be really miserable when you look back on it. And that is coming from someone who has been there and done that. And I feel like I'm slowly on the other side. I wouldn't say I'm completely there yet. I'm still very much putting one foot in front of the other, but your success is not tied to your worthiness and your worth, and your identity. You're so much more than your job. And someone asked me literally today, like, how do you stay motivated? And I just laughed. I said, I don't. (laughs) I was totally kidding. But, you know, I think you just have to take it one day at a time, you know, one step back at a time. If you think about all that went wrong, well, that's all you're going to be consumed with, you know, and that can be really unmotivating. So it's important to check in with yourself and say, okay, what can I reasonably get done today and not kill myself trying to get it all done? Like there's just no room for that in your life. You've got to diversify what it is that refuels you, you know, and not just live for the weekends or living for Friday. Like we all are known to do. You've got to look around and say, okay, what's good? What can I actually get done today, what's within my control and what's just not. But taking action despite the fear of rejection requires courage, vulnerability, and a willingness to embrace uncertainty. You may not know what your next job will be. You may not know who your next door neighbor might be. You may not know the next steps in the divorce process. You may not know what your new friend group might look like in this next chapter in your life. Embrace the uncertainty and step out. It certainly won't change if you don't change. The outcome won't change if you're not doing anything to move it forward. But it's a natural part of the process rather than a reflection of our worthiness or abilities. So with all that being said, The fear of rejection is a universal experience. 
one that touches us all at some point in our lives. It's also a powerful opportunity for growth, resilience, and self-discovery if you let it. By understanding the roots of our fear, challenging limiting beliefs, embracing vulnerability, cultivating resilience, and taking action despite the fear, we can begin to overcome the fear of rejection. You can begin to overcome the fear of rejection and begin to unlock your full potential. So ultimately, it's not about avoiding rejection. You you never will. But how we choose to respond to it, now that's what defines our journey towards courage, authenticity, and fulfillment. So I'm not sure where you're at right now in your, your walk, your journey of life, but don't let this setback define you. Don't let this sense of rejection, whatever it may be that you're going through personally or professionally, you are so much more than just that circumstance and that experience. And I'm here today to tell you to look up and take a step out and trust that you've got what it takes to move forward because you do and you will. Thank you for listening to another episode of the ladies who lead podcast. Looking for another way to engage with the ladies who lead podcast. Check out our Instagrams and our show notes at the ladies who lead. And don't forget to check out our website, www.theladieswholead.com. Until next time, I'm SK Vaughn.